It's the Paddle Podcast. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Paddle Woo Podcast. Today's episode features Justin Holland, and it is a deviation from the norm. The norm here, the Paddle Woo Podcast, is dedicated to high-performance stand-up paddle surfing. We call it paddle-enhanced surfing. If this is your first time listening to the show, uh, and if you haven't seen the likes of Kai Lenny, Mo Freitas, Fisher Grant surf on a stand-up paddleboard, head over to paddlewoo.com and take a look. I think that you'd be surprised at what these kids are laying down. And we are dedicated to information pertaining to high-performance stand-up paddle surfing. Now, where Justin Holland comes in today is the fact that Justin Holland is a professional stand-up surfer, uh, as well as a big wave hellman, apparently, <laughs> um, surfs for Starboard, Quicksilver, and FCS out of Australia. And recently, a few weeks ago, Justin made huge headlines, international news, by riding what some are calling the largest wave ever ridden in Australia. And uh, it didn't end so well for Justin, and he's here today to tell the story. Um, the synopsis is the wave um, didn't close out, but he wasn't quick enough. Lip landed about a meter behind him and blew up and shattered his femur And when it did so. Uh, but Justin comes on the show and recants the entire story from beginning to end. And if you haven't heard Justin speak before, uh, the kid's a riot. So it's, a, it's an excellent listen. I laughed. Um, I don't know if you're supposed to laugh, but I laughed uh, pretty much the whole way through listening to Justin recant the story to me last night. So I'm very excited to share it with you guys today. Head over to paddlewoo.com, P-A-D-D-L-E-W-O-O.com. Shoot us some constructive criticism, uh, thoughts, comment on the podcast, let me know what you think, and sign up for the newsletter to be updated on all of the new activities and goings on. Um, so without further ado, Justin Holland, thank you very much for being on the show. Thanks for coming on to tell your story. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm, it's getting frustrating over here. <laughs> <laughs> I just, um, like, yesterday, uh, my kids were um, doing a commercial, like a, a photo shoot with Steph Gilmore, and um, we were on the beach all day yesterday, and I was shooting, like, out in the surf with Steph and for this ad for, for surfing over here. And uh, I was just at the beach all day with my wheelchair. Just It was so oh, frustrating dude. watching everyone go go surfing and I'm just sitting there going nuts. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, when we talked last time, I didn't know that you were absolutely nuts. That wave was insane. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, well, I mean, like I said, um, you know, I don't know if I told you last time, but, you know, like, I only kind of chase big waves when it kind of feels right, you know. I don't sort of push it, you know. And um, if, if 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 I'm at home or if I'm like, you know, like I said to you, if I'm in America and I've got time and Mavericks breaks and and it all falls into place, then I'll go. And if I'm, you know, or if Jaws, if if it's all good and I'm at home and I got time and there's not much on and Jamie rings and goes Jaws is on, I usually drop everything and go. But if I have to like. You know, um, for example, um, uh, two of, you know that year um, Cortez Banks broke and Greg Long got hurt? You know, yeah. he, he, well, I was invited to that swell from Peter Mel and Jamie. Then I was actually in 
I'd just come back from that BVI trip with Tristan, the Stand Up World Tour, and I was in Miami. And if I think back, it was on about the 21st of December, and there was a massive snowstorm going straight across the US, massive big front. And like there was 11,000 flights cancelled, and Quicksilver had kind of said, well, look, if you can get over to California, obviously we're going tomorrow, just get on a plane and you can come to the Cortez Banks. And, you know, I tried everything, but, I mean, the flight from Miami to L.A. was $5,000 one way, just economy. So, um, in the end, you know, for me, that was like a big stop sign saying it's not happening. So, you know, that's the example of me not chasing it. And then, like, obviously the next day, Jamie rings me and goes, hey, Greg Long nearly died. It was probably a good thing you didn't come. It was crazy, um, <laughs> you know. So, um, but yeah, you know, Jamie kind of sort of thing rang me and said, hey, this swell's coming to WA. You missed the last one. Do you want to Do you want to come this time? And obviously didn't have too much on. And my partner, Shelly, she's always really good. She never really gives me too much of a struggle, you know, to say, hey, you should not go. But she knew that. I really wanted to just go and surf this spot, so I um, I just said, "You're right, oh, I'm going to go for two days, and I'll be back." And you know, <laughs> two weeks later, I was still in WA. <laughs> wow, man! So let, let's take a step back too for a minute here and and chat about you guys were doing a TV show, you and Jamie. Ah, uh, yeah, we were shooting for um, yeah, it's called My Surf TV. Um, so you can you can go to it. It's actually a a TV show that goes live in Australia, um, usually like on a Saturday afternoon sort of thing. Um, and you can also go to their website. They've got like a website called mysurftv.com, I think. And, and it just has all the latest pretty much surfing from Australia, you know, and it follows, you know, all the pros and, and um, you know, all the young kids and that sort of thing. So it's, um, it's sort of been running for about the last year. It's on one of the main networks, Channel 10 over here. So... We actually, um, you know, when when we heard the swell was coming, um, Surfing Australia sort of said to me, well, hey, how big is it going to be? Jamie come, is coming from Hawaii, so there must be something pretty special. And I said, well, yeah, they're calling it the biggest swell of the last 10 years. Um, and they said, right, well, we're sending, we're sending a, a crew with you. So, um, yeah, they, they, they sent, a, sent a guy with us, and we, we totally got him hooked up. We had jet ski and a driver for him, and he stayed with us, and, pretty much shot the whole story so um there's obviously been two i don't know if you've seen them yet but if you actually go to my surf um well, like i've said my surf tv just google it there's two stories on on that swell already up sort of four minute edited pieces but they're actually making like a proper 10 minute reel that's going to go on national tv in the next um the next sort of three to six months so um yeah, on the whole trip and just how – because, like, me and Jamie have known each other since we've been five and grown up together competing in sport, you know, so um, – or and being pretty good friends the whole way through our lives. So, you know, it's, it's probably it's, – I, I was speaking to one of them yesterday and they said it's, it's going to be a good story. They said there's just so much good content of me and Jamie, like, you know, sort of taking the piss out of each other and <laughs> just, just <laughs> travel it. Like, because it's, it it's a long trip, right? It's like – WA for us in Australia, I mean, Jamie flew from Hawaii to Sydney. I met Jamie in Sydney. Then from Sydney, we fly, you know, six hours across the country. It's a big flight just to get to WA. And then it's another three and a half hour drive down the coast 
to get to the to to the Margaret River area, you know. So there's and then we're obviously staying in this house, one of my friends' houses. That's um, a starboard guy, and um, and and then we're it's just all you know the banter that goes on between me and Mitchell, the squabbling and ban- funny times of just trying to get ready for the big swell and then getting out there, you know. So. Um, yeah, that's, it should be quite funny to see, you know, the way that it all panned out, you know. Um, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I'll put those videos in uh, on the page with the, with, with yeah, the video. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, they'll be, people will be interested. There's a really, like I said, like there's some great paddling waves and obviously it shows my toe wave they get lit up on and then, um, and all the rescue. And then they did another piece, like pretty much breaking the wave down and interviewing me pretty much in hospital three days after it and um i looked pretty pretty like out of it on because i was like you know they had me hooked up to all these machines i had catheters in i had you know i was on morphine you know i was pretty out of it but I'm, i i recount i recount the journey of actually what was going through my mind on the wave you know so oh my goodness yeah. man well can we so, talk through that day yeah let's do it i'm yeah frothing yeah that'd be sick yeah, you just fire away some questions, and I'm I'm sitting here. All right, so um, you guys know it's going to be huge. Yeah, and and how are you preparing for that mentally? I mean, it seems like this doesn't bother you at all to surf waves that size, but I look at waves that size, and I just think that it's terrifying. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, whenever you're traveling with Jamie, it's like. Um, he, he's he's actually really good to travel with. He's, you know, he's focused and he's always like, um, he's always on the phone to like um, Kevin Wallace from Surfline, and you know, he, he's he's sort of getting the inside word before a lot of people do. You know, I think um, like Shane Dorian and a few few of those guys of before the actual Surfline forecast comes out, they 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 give a few guys the heads up. You know, probably all the big wave guys, but um, so he's like. He's always on the phone, and and I'm always just cracking jokes, trying to you know lighten the mood because we're like literally like little kids going to like a sports carnival or or, or it's like like going to the lolly shop with two bucks. You know, you got you got two dollars, and you're going down the shop to spend your two dollars, and it's just all the anticipation of going down to the shop and saying to your mate, hey. What lolly are you gonna get? You know, like, oh, I wonder what it's gonna be like. I wonder if they they've run out of those, you know, those gobstoppers or you know. So it's <laughs> kind of that. It's kind of that feel. And then you you sort of paint each other out, and it's just the whole. And then and then there'll be just serious moments where it'll be like, hey, okay, well, like I'll be like saying to Jamie, okay, well, because I'd never surf this spot, so um, you know, it's it's five kilometers out to sea, um, from um, Cow Bay, it's called, and that's sort of probably as a crow flies 10 kilometers from the Margaret River area, but it's <clears throat> synonymous with shark attacks, right? So it's had literally in the last probably five years, there's been like six fatalities there, okay? Like big, great whites, just chompy chomp, good night. So at, for at me, this spot, at the spot that's offshore where you guys spot, are surfing. 100%. It's, it's like. There's a bay, right? And you, you might have seen footage of Taj Burrow and those guys surfing at north and south point. So you're, you've got a bay that isn't that big. And on one side of the bay, on south point, there's a perfect left that just reels in, kind of soft, that breaks over reef. And it's kind of, it's actually really good to stand up paddleboard. Me and Zane and Sean actually did a starboard shoot there a couple of years ago, literally about 
three months after a fatal attack right there. Like, literally, wow. guy was out there, bang, got hit by a white, gone. And um, and then, literally, 300 metres across the bay, there's a slabbing perfect right, which is called North Point. So, this break that we're surfing, you actually have to go out through the bay on the jet skis, and it's out about five kilometres. And if you stand on the headland and you're looking at the bay, you can see, when it's really big, you can see this... You can see cow bomby breaking, massive, just barreling, you know, out to sea. So, you know, I, I only heard a story yesterday of uh, a couple of years ago, like people were so mad to get out there, they were paddling out there, you know. And, I mean, that that stretch of water is literally like South Africa, which is kind of funny at the moment, you know, with this, all this crazy stuff that just went down with Mick Fanning. It, it's like literally... One of those spots you do not want to be after, like in the early morning, sort of late at, late in the afternoon. It's it's quite scary. So you know, for me, I was saying to Jamie, like, what what's the plan out there? You know, we're five k's out. It's super sharky, and Jamie's just like, mate, don't worry, you won't be worrying about sharks. The waves are going to be huge. You know, you won't even be thinking about it. But um, so for me, preparing <laughs> was like. You know, we're just trying to take the edge off it. You know, we're trying to take the seriousness off the situation a lot of the time. Um, you know, getting back to the question, um, we're just trying to joke around a fair bit. But, you know, obviously we go through procedures of what equipment we've got and, you know, if something does happen and, and stuff. But one good thing about the break is is that it's deep water and it's out to sea. So, it's a, so if you do get hammered, you know, everything's washing in the ocean, and that's what comforted me over. So, like, it's it's a little different to, like, Jaws, where if you fall off at Jaws, you've literally only got three more waves to get in and get the surfer before they go up the rocks. So, for me, you know, it's a little more scary surfing Jaws, but in saying that, the day that we actually got where I actually hurt my leg... Um, it was breaking so hard. I've, I've literally, I don't know, um, Paul Patterson, Jake Patterson's brother, was talking to me after the, the day and, and Jamie and sort of saying, hey, you know, it's legit, isn't it, when it's that big? You know, like there was 60-foot, 70-foot waves coming through, so that's like 25 feet, 30 feet Hawaiian. And it was breaking so hard, like as the wave hit, it just barreled, <clears throat> it was literally like, like a building being demolitioned. It was, and it breaks, when it hits, it explodes out at this break so far. Um, so for me, it was like, wow, this nearly looks he- just as heavy, if not heavier than Jaws, you know? And, um, you know, you know, gosh, you're sitting there watching it. And as we went out, you know, like we've got, we've got like 10, Jamie's got a 10, 10 pierce and arrow, um, paddling board. And then, you know, he's got a, another board. Um, so we've got them two boards just to paddle in. Then we've got my stand-up. I had a 9-6 star board because I was going to stand-up paddleboard it wow. as well. And then we've got tow boards. So what we do is we get out there and we have a little anchor that's in the jet ski. And we have about 150 metres of rope. We anchor a buoy just to the side of the brake. And then we tie all the boards up with leg ropes. So they're all just floating. And then we've got the jet ski free with a rescue sled. And then one guy surfs and the other guy just runs safety on the jet ski. So, I mean, we've got a lot of equipment, you know. So, um, you know, it's like I said, you know, preparing for it mentally, there's, there's the funny side to it and the lighthearted humor. But then there's a serious side because, 
the morning we got there on the Saturday, which was actually the next day, the swell actually didn't hit on the Friday. It was only about 18 to 20 on that first day. And the bay that I was talking about when we got there, we actually pulled up and watched Taj Burrow get an unreal barrel, big, just like eight foot, 10 foot pit on this point break come out. And he actually came in and, you know, we're talking to him and he's like, yeah, it's, it's pumping, you know, but it doesn't feel that big, you know, and the bay was actually, you could get out really easy. So, we were like a little puzzled because Jamie was like, wow, if it's meant to be as big as they say, usually this bay is closing out. So on the Friday, it's like, wow, it doesn't look that big, you know, and there was literally 30 jet skis. There was all the media there. I mean, this swell had like the hype in Australia, like the swell of the decade, you know. So the first day was a bit of a bummer. We, we paddled for about five hours. That's just surfing. We, I didn't stand up. Probably should have stand up paddleboard that day, but. We just were lay down surfing and um, just trying to paddle in. And then, obviously, the day we get there on Saturday, it was 15-foot closeout. So the whole bay, probably four or 500 metres across, was white water, and it was giant. So that's the swell actually arrived late. So, you know, the, the mood as we turned up turned from kind of relaxed early morning, just had a coffee, to like full-on hyperactivity, panicking, like, let's get out there. Like, we're just like, we'd miss the bus. You know what I mean? <laughs> so God. that's how the day began, you know? So so walk, oh. me through, walk me through safety equipment when you're going out there. On the last podcast, you talked about the floatation that you wear. Um, yeah. I'm sure you had that on, right? Oh, look, this is a really funny story too, Eric, because, well, it's not that funny, but I, I, I believe it. <laughs> It's well, it's kind of serious in, in the scheme of things, what happened to my leg. So just to give you a bit of a rundown, okay, so we've got jet skis, we've got all the gear, we've got all the boards, um, you know, we've got water radios, knives, we've got all the, the gear to be be out to sea on a jet ski. Um, you know, you've got Jamie Mitchell, probably the best waterman in the world in my eyes, um, trained by by Led Hamilton and Dave Kalama. They've given him all his knowledge. He he is to me the best water security guy in the world if and and, you know obviously up there with one of the best paddling guys in the world for surfing and so that's that's a big tool right (laughs) he's your partner and then um you know obviously the water in wa is pretty cold so my i bought a heap of wetsuits um but i brought a five mil um hooded quicksilver wetsuit with booties and gloves and we bought um Another wetsuit that Quicksilver made for us for paddling in it's it's a uh, short john if you know you cut off arms short legs and they they literally design these vests uh, these wetsuits with padding down the legs so on the side of your legs you've got heaps of padding and on your back massive massive big like ribs you know like nearly like abs all up the back mm-hmm. um, and they're, they're they're called like an impact suit um, yeah. but they actually float so if you dive under they take you up straight away. But they're mainly there so that you can lay flat-chested on your board and and all the flotations kind of on the side of your legs and on your back. So I had one of them. And then at the moment, Quicksilver, um, Mickey Picon and Peo Lazarel, which you might have heard of, he's one of the stand-up world tour guys. He works in France with the wetsuit department. They're working on a new ve- um, a new vest, which is inflatable for Quicksilver. So... Jamie had two of these new vests that they're only prototypes um, for me and him to wear, which at the moment they're just like a shirt. Like at the, obviously 
a wetsuit material. They take four gas canisters. Mm-hmm. You've got four tags on your chest, and then down near your hip, you've got a um, a, a deflation. So you've literally got you pull the the, the vest, you inflate, um, and then you can obviously deflate it really quick, and then so then you've got three more pulls remaining. So this kind of shirt vest thing goes over the top of everything else. Now, the funny story about the whole thing was on the first day, I said to Jamie, hey, I'm going to throw all this gear on. And he's like, no, 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 no. Just put your five mil suit on, um, booties, and then we'll put this inflatable vest shirt thing over the top of your, your five mil hooded wetsuit. Now, dude, when you're in that five mil suit and trying to get another wetsuit thing with all the gas canisters and there's mechanical bits and pieces... Mate, you need two people to get it on, right? So we did that, and we surfed for five hours. We didn't have to pull the vest at all. You know, it wasn't that bad. But on the last wave, I actually fell really hard, and I hurt my ribs on the right side. And I was like, you know, oh, God, this doesn't feel good, you know. So because I didn't have the impact suit on, right, I, as I hit, I just got the full impact, you know. Um, so the next day on the Saturday – Obviously, seeing how big it was, I was like, mate, I'm wearing that, that uh, short john shoot, suit that I've just been telling you about with all the padding. Now, if you can think about that, I had to put that on first. Then I'm putting a 5 mil steamer on, obviously chest zip. So once you get to your hips, I'm already pulled it over. Like, mate, I look like, um, like the Hulk. Like, I'm literally pulling this wetsuit over my <laughs> hips. Jamie's just pulling it as high as he can. Like He's actually lifted me up off the ground. And then he's got to get that whole suit over the back of, like my back was probably, I'd reckon, three inches thick. So then he's pulling that over the top, getting my hood on. And then once I'm in that, it, it literally feels like I'm like dying in this suit. It was that tight. And then he's like, man, how the hell are we going to get this inflation you know, shirt thing over the top? And we literally, because we're rushing, right? Like, we're just rushing. Um, we're pulling this vest on, and there's just gas canisters sticking out the top. It was all messed up. And he's like, I don't care. Look, just get it on, and when we get out there, we'll fix it, you know? And in the in the scheme of things, he's like, there's film crews there trying to film us from all the TV networks and trying to get interviews. And Jamie's like, listen, you can film us and talk to us as we're getting ready, but I'm not stopping. We've got to get out there. The swell's on. We've got to go now because no one was out there. So we're rushing around like maniacs. But, you know, in the scheme of things, I, I suppose just me putting that extra suit on um, turned out to be really lucky because literally an hour and a half later, my leg's in half. And I think the only reason I was, I was literally talking to Tom Carroll about this about three weeks ago or, you know, pretty much after the accident, he rang me. And he was telling me about the time that that Titus in Hawaii snapped his leg and it compounded in his board shorts and at Waimea. And his leg, his foot was hitting him in the face. Oh, I mean, so his leg was just flopping all over the place and how he nearly died. And, you know, obviously he was close to shore and got washed in and they had lifeguards right there and medical. But where I was in WA, you know, by the time I got to the hospital, it was an hour after the accident. You know, it was it's... You're in the Wild West, you know, you're out 5K out to sea and I had to actually, you know, by the time they got me in on the jet ski and then the ambulance come, it's a long time. So what they think happened was obviously when my leg snapped, because I had so much... Let's take a a step back a little bit and let's talk about the waves you caught in the morning 
and then the wave that that uh, that that gotcha, and then bounce into okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Sorry, now I was just what I was trying to get at was like obviously I think if I didn't have that extra extra wetsuit on, mm-hmm. that my leg was probably gonna, you know, the extra rubber held my leg together and stopped it from actually the bone coming out through my leg and 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 probably potentially like the doctor said bleeding out hitting the artery and bleeding out out of sea oh so, so you would have been dead in about two minutes so um you know getting back to the safety gear i think you know it was you've got to have the correct safety gear when you're in 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 situations or in places that are a little bit remote you know so okay so so, so you guys have gotten all loaded up you've got on the wetsuit the, the 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 impact suit and yep. and the the, the pull tabs. So you guys hop on the jet ski at this point, are you still bringing out the stand-ups? Or are you guys just on tow boards? No, no, no. We're, we've got, <laughs> if you can imagine, we've got a 10-foot-10 10, 10 pierce and arrow board in the, in the gunnel of the jet ski, and Jamie's got his leg over that. Then we've got another, I think it was a, might have been another pierce and arrow 10-2 in the other gunnel. So there's two massive boards, and he's got his legs over them, and he's driving. And then I've paddled out and i've strapped a nine six starboard gun stand up on the sled with a leg rope i've stuck my paddle down the in the gunnel of the jet ski so there's a paddle then i'm holding a tow board and that's and then i'm on the sled and um that's us ready to go through 15 foot white water and we're in the bay and it's kind of calm you know obviously just it's sort of sheltered but then we're looking out to like 15 foot closeout sets and we're trying to pick the point pick the time time to actually yeah to get this loaded up jet ski with um five boards (laughs) of all different craft anchors you know all the gear and and padded up like in these wetsuits like mitchell and man (laughs) trying to hang on and jamie's just like hang on this could be rough if we have to ditch just jump you know like just jump off if we're gonna you know because obviously we, we actually had a friend's jet ski we'd hired um, two jet skis through Paul Patterson for the day, you know, for the weekend, you know. So we we didn't want to get our friend's jet ski, you know, totaled. So at, at the worst, it's always jet ski uh, preservation. That's our that's our motto. Always save the jet ski before us. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and you guys took two skis out then, or you just had the one ski going out? Well, we we had we had our ski, but then also we were paying for the um, camera ski to go with us. Okay. So we had another we had another jet ski as well that had which which had a, a really good waterman from WA driving it, and um and and obviously the Surfing Australia uh, water photographer on the back of it. So. You know, it, it was pretty funny. It's like a full full mission. Goodness. <laughs> so you guys made it out. You get out to to Kalvambi and it's it's just firing. Oh, dude, it's it, there's a little bit of wind, little bit of offshore wind. The sun's still coming up. You know, obviously in WA because the sun's coming up over the land. Um, so you're watching the sun. It's about eight o'clock. Sun's coming up. Um, little bit of wind, but it's pretty apparent straight away you can there's not there's i think there was two jet skis sitting there just taking photos watching it now fast rewind back to the day before when we got out there there was 20 jet skis out there people toe surfing um you know and it wasn't that big so it was a bit of a circus the friday and and this day we get out there and it's like giant it's just slapping hard no one out 
you know, a little eerie too, you know, like because we're the only ones with boards out there ready to go and we kind of cruised around, looked at, and we're all loaded up. We just cruised sort of beside a set and watched it break and it was it was just a whole different beast that day. And, um, you know, Jamie just said, right, let's just get the anchor down. Let's get, you know, it's pretty funny. Like Jamie's setting all, everything up and, you know, going, okay, we're throwing the anchor out here, get the line and, because I'm on the back of the sled, I'm the one who has to jump off, right? So I'm just constantly jumping off into the water, tying all the boards on and just floating around. You know, we're talking about sharks. I was always in the water. You know, Jamie's on the ski laughing and going, come on, get this board off, tie that one up, and I'm tying them all up. But I'm just floating in the ocean, you know. And it, it, I always had, you know, I don't care what anyone says, but you're always thinking in the back of your mind, oh, you know, you're just hoping you don't, you don't, don't see one or, I mean, I think the one that eventually is going to hit you, you don't see, right? So I was always just like doing everything at speed, just going, bang, that board's done. And I'd sit on the board, wait for Jamie to come back, give me the next board, boom. So, you know, we set the scene, we put the, the buoy in, we're, it's anchored about 100 metres off the wave and we've got all our boards set up. Then I jump straight back on the jet ski and we, uh, we decide pretty quick, well, let's just say Jamie decides pretty quick that there's no way you can paddle in. It's way too big. You can't stand up because I was really keen to stand up paddleboard it. Like I really wanted to get a get a wave on the stand up, you know, and um, it was just too big. There is just not possible to actually paddle in. So Jamie's just said, look, let's just start towing. Just get the feel for it. You're up. Grab your gear. And I'm like, Ugh. you know, because generally if you look at the wave too long, um, and you watch it, you know, you can get a little like, okay, <laughs> it's pretty big, and you start to sort of back off wanting to surf, you know, that can happen. So our general rule of thumb is if you're out there and it's it's, it's on, just get out there and grab, grab some waves to settle your nerves down, you know, so. Gotcha. Yeah. So who, who catches the first wave? Well, it's, it's me, right? I'm like, he's <laughs> like, you're up. He gave me no choice. He goes, you're up, yeah? I'm like, okay. He goes, no, nah, it's probably best, you know. And Jamie, Jamie's really good at, you know, whipping guys in. He'll get you in the spot perfectly. You know, he's, re- you know, it was big. And he was just like, look, dude, you should surf first. Just, you know, and it had nothing to do with him wanting to get the first wave or anything. He's always really good. He'll, he'll make sure you get your wave. So, you know, I got, I got, um, you know, it's a funny story. Um, I got this tow board. I actually had my board from Jaws there, but it's a little small for Jamie. So we actually had a, um, a stretch tow board from California that is um, actually one of our mates that we borrowed because Jamie had flown from Hawaii with so many boards that, you know, these tow boards weigh a ton. So they're, they're actually quite expensive to travel with. So I had brought my friend's tow board, Billy, um, this stretch quad board and he said look we both can ride this you know it's set up for me and you so the, the actual the, the toe straps and uh so we grabbed the board and funny story is that the straps jamie and billy have both got really big feet so when i put my feet in them, they were really loose and i'm laying in the water trying to get you know there's waves coming in and it's you, you're sort of like you, you're really rushing because you want to get the waves you know when you're in, a, in the ocean like that, it can stop pulsing really quick. So um, you really are, you're hurrying to get ready. So I'm, I'm trying to do the straps up, and I actually only got a chance 
to do the front strap up really tight and the back one was a little loose. So um, I like usually like having my feet fully anchored in there because when I took off on the first wave, I actually got like six waves before the, before the big one and I made every wave. But my first wave, I was there was still a little bit of wind and I was doing five foot jet, like wheelies down it. Literally oh just full on fight, hitting, hitting like mini ramps going down the wave. And my leg, your legs are like shock absorbers, and you're just you're just launching off these little chops, and you're literally in the air, just doing five foot wheelies, and just connecting air, connecting air, connecting, and then you know you literally as you get to the point you've got a bottom turn, you're like, okay, I've got to connect as I go over this bump. As soon as I hit the next one, I've got to I've got to plant and put this thing on rail because if I hit another chop, you know you can hit chops and do go over the handlebars, you know, so. I sort of the first wave was a scary one because I was just doing massive wheelies and the photographers and the and the film crew were in there getting it all and I rode out of the first one you know and it was like okay cool and my nerves were good so then bang we tow back out and it just starts to become mechanical and uh, we're picking good waves okay so they weren't that big I mean in the scheme of things compared to the wave that come through they were they were like you know they were big but they weren't that big so. We're just sort of warming up, getting bigger ones. The next one's a bigger one. And uh, at that stage, my legs are starting to fatigue after about five waves. My legs feel like I've just run 20K, you know, because you, they're under just getting so belted, you know. Um, I said to Jamie, I need a rest. So five or six waves in, set the scene. I'm the only – we're out the back in the middle of the ocean – can't you know, lands like five kilometers in and I'm just bobbing around like a like a prawn cutlet and he's on the ski and we're just we're just talking trash talk to each other like oh, how good is this this is like once in a lifetime because you know the swell was bombing and sun's coming up still and 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 then, then I start then I start throwing things like man how come I'm the only one in the water out here you know like <laughs> uh, this is scary and he's like stop talking about that stuff you know like don't worry about it you, you got more chance of being hit by a bus and i'm going but you know there could be something under me right now you know i was i was wigging out a little bit eh? like it was pretty scary like i wasn't worried about the waves i was worried about the like the whites that could be around just cruising around i actually said like oh you know, Bruce is probably under me now, you know, like out of Finding Nemo, <laughs> the kids' movie. <laughs> I'm like, Bruce is probably going, ah, oh, what are these boys doing out here? Ah, oh, that looks like a nice breakfast snack up there, a nice little prawn cutlet, you know. <laughs> so we're trying to lighten the mood, but Jamie's not having any of it. He's just like, shut up, you idiot. Just like, <laughs> you know, if you want to get on the sled, get on the sled. And I'm like, nah, you know, it takes... If you lose that 10 seconds jumping off the thing and, and getting up, you could lose a, a big wave. So I just I just remained in the water floating around just thinking, oh, okay, just let my legs, let them go. And we actually let a few sets go through that weren't that big. And, you know, it's funny thinking about it now because if I had been just surfing, 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 I think we might have been out of position for this big one that came through because – I talked to the photographer after it, Jamie Scott, who lives in Western, lives down there, and that's his spot. He shoots that way more than anyone for about the last 20 years. And he just said he couldn't believe that we actually got that wave because he said it was – he shot for three days, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and he said it was by far the biggest wave that came through. That set of 
there was three waves, three or four waves that come through, which were the sets that we got. And he said that wave was by far the biggest wave that come through in three days. He said, and to have that you guys were out there and you guys got it, he said it was just phenomenal, you know, that you guys actually got that wave. So, um, you know, it, it's kind of cool, you know, so, yeah. So then you guys see the set coming and uh, you, you, were, you had drifted out apparently? like. Yeah, we sort of drifted a little bit, but funnily enough, we drift, there's, there's like an inside bombing. I mean, you can't see anything, right? It's under, it's, you're out in the middle of the ocean, but how hard is it? So hard. How hard is it oh. to line up when you're out there? I mean, oh, are there some dude, boils or something? What is it? An under, no, underwater mountain? That's it. Yeah. It's an underwater mountain. And this is the thing. Like a lot of the local guys were thanking us the day before because when we set, so what we do is we're, we're cruising in the lineup. We're watching where the waves breaking. Okay. It's there. It's there. It's there. Right. Drop anchor. And with the buoy sitting there, it gave you a point of reference. There you go. So you can literally see where the way, where you are. And then, then you be, then by looking at the buoy, when the set, big sets are coming, you can judge whether to go in or out, right? So obviously when you're just paddling and you're not towing, it becomes majorly important <clears throat> to have a point of reference. And, uh, so, so you're like, we're always checking the buoy. And then obviously these sets start coming in and there's kind of an outside, sort of shelf and we hadn't seen that break the day before and obviously this wave's coming in and the waves before that this wave um obviously the previous waves that i towed jamie will put up the two fingers or you know he'll put up two or put up three which means not the first wave we're going the second wave or not the second wave we're going the third wave so generally we go the second or third wave because you surf it in and you fall off, right? You generally only, there's only going to be three waves in a set out there mm -hmm. or four waves. So you're not going to get, you fall off. It's easy to come in and get your mate and get them out of the zone. So I'd had a bit of a break. My legs had recovered and we'd missed a couple of sets. And, but, but by this stage, Eric, the wind had dropped. So it was just glass. It was just oil. And we're like kind of again, like little kids in a, in a chocolate factory going, Oh, the wind's dropped. Oh, my God, this is just mental, you know, and we're just thinking about how the whole day is going to pan out. There's no one out. We're just going to be, like, stand-up paddleboarding it, paddling, paddling into it, towing. It's just going to be a smorgasbord, you know. You're at, a, you're at a buffet and you're just picking whatever craft you want and we're just, you know, we've got all the film crews, we've got photographers. This is going to be the best day of our lives. And um, so in that whole thing's going through our heads and we're talking and stuff, we see these mountains coming through and Jamie just smiles at me and goes, looks at me and just puts the number one finger up. Uh -oh. And I'm like, what do you think? And by this stage, we'd like, you'd, you'd asked the question before we drifted a bit. We'd actually drifted practically right onto the boil. So what that meant was we were in the spot, but what it meant was as soon as I got up from the, from the, you know, acceleration of the jet ski and got up towing, it was only going to be about four to five seconds and I was going to be able to let go of the rope. So I wasn't going to have a lot of speed, but with the whip, I was literally getting, because the position I was in, I was able to get a lot of speed ramping into the wave. So it was pretty nerve wracking because he looked at me and said, number one, and I'm like, he goes, what do you think? And I said, oh, you know, my legs were good and I just made six waves in a row. I'm like, I'm bulletproof, dude. I'm going, let's do it. You know, there was not a, we didn't hesitate, you know, and as we get up, it's apparent that this thing is the biggest thing that's come through all day. 
And it, was it the biggest wave yeah. you've ever caught in your life? I'd say so, yeah, mate. It, it, by far, it was. It's by far. It was a. It was a big set anywhere in the world. This thing was giant, and um, you know, if you can imagine, they're just big swells coming in until they hit the spot. So you're looking at it, and you're not that worried. You know, it's it's like okay, I'm on a tow board. This is a mountain. I'm about to go snowboarding. That's all you're thinking. You know, I'm going to make the wave. There's no problems. See you in the channel, Micho. You know, so we get up. Um. And again, like I just said, we're in the right spot. I let go of the rope with a bit of a whip, and it's it's apparent as I let go that you know the view from the top on the other waves. You can see the all the guys on the jet skis that are filming inside, and you can sort of gauge how big the wave is. Well, this thing like looks double the size of anything that I just surfed, and I'm right at the top of it. And I for that split second as I'm trimming down it. It's so beautiful, Eric. Like, it was silky smooth. I was just totally connected. And I'm watching. I'm just glancing over my left shoulder, right? So I'm a natural footer. And the wave is just pitching and starting to barrel, like, just starting to curl. And it was so big, so beautiful. And I'm kind of entranced in the view, like, literally not worrying about what I'm doing. I'm just looking at this thing going, this is amazing, you know? So by that stage, I sort of stopped glancing and I'm right, right, and I start flying down it, negotiating the speed, you know, and um, flying down it, everything's good. I'm feeling good. I'm about, you know, halfway down it, and I'm thinking, okay, time to get the time to get out of here. I'm like, I'm pretty deep on this wave. Like I'm, you know, obviously where we drifted to. I'm I'm in the right spot, but I got to get out of here now. Um, I start to think to myself, I really, I wonder where the lip is. And I kind of then glance over my right shoulder and towards the sky to look up. And, mate, I can't see the sky because the wave is right, you know, the wave's blocking the sky. That's how big it was. And, um, you know, at that stage, I'm thinking, oh, okie dokie, may need to get a bit more speed here, you know. Oh, my God. So, you know, it happened so fast, Eric. It was like the start of the wave was like slow motion. It was so beautiful. And then all of a sudden, I look up and the thing's like a monster. And I'm like, well, that's good. I'm still good. So I start the bottom turn. And literally, it's like someone pressed fast forward. I'm thinking, where's the lip? And then all of a sudden, bang. And then I'm on, my brain's like, okay, there's the lip. It's behind me. And just the noise was like so loud. And as it hit it, you know, when I look at the photos, it hits probably about a meter off my tail. But obviously, you know, when a wave hits like that, the water sprays straight back up. Oh, yeah. Um, so as soon as it hits and the water hits me, I'm actually still standing for about a second. There's a photo that will probably be released. Um, the waves exploded and I'm still just standing. But what happened was my back foot, now this is getting back to me doing up the toe straps, my back foot gets blown out. So because my foot's loose in the strap, right? So now I'm, I'm one-legged Larry, my front foot's stuck in the strap and I can't get it out. So I'm like literally like a ballerina. One, My front front leg is in the strap. I've been hit by this thing that, instantly um 
I thought it was my hip, right? I thought my hip had snapped. It hit my hip so hard, I felt it go click, snap, and instant pain. Then my leg's still in the strap. Now, that board weighs about 18 kilos. Oh, God. Um, so now I have my, my full leg connected to, like, a fan blade, you know, a massive fan blade, and I just feel it go snap, and then obviously my foot and the board got detonated off my leg. And next minute I'm underwater just going, screaming, like, oh, God, like my leg, my leg. And I, I can remember like screaming to myself underwater and I'm not even thinking about holding my breath right because the pain is so bad. My leg, my leg. Oh, wait a minute. I'm going to get out of this situation. So then I, I grab for my vest and I pull and bang, I come straight up, like literally within five seconds I'm it's, it's the most violent wipeout, you know, I'm all over the place. I'm not that worried. I'm more worried about my leg because it had felt like I'd just been hit by, like, seriously, it felt like someone had got a sledgehammer, like a demo hammer, and just hit me so hard in the hip, full swing. That's how hard it hit. And my leg just went numb and just came up. And I, the vest was brilliant because the inflation sort of comes around the side up under your arms. So I brought me straight to the surface, bobbing perfectly like a cork with my head up and I'm holding my leg and I've got my arm in the air like, Jamie, come and get me. Please come and save my ass. Like I am, this is my leg, my leg. And I see Jamie searching for me, right? There's just violent white water everywhere. And I, I look and I see him and he sees me and I, I'm looking to my left. And then I look to my right, and there's like a 50-foot next one straight on me. Oh, and I'm God. like, it's literally pitching, and I'm about 20 metres from where it broke. And I'm bobbing, I'm fully inflated, and I'm just holding my leg, and I'm actually grabbing onto the side of that inflation, you know, the lump on my leg, trying to pull my leg towards the other leg to stop it getting shaken around because every single little movement was like killing me. It was like... I could feel my bones clicking where the femur had snapped. It was clicking. Oh. And and I'm just like, ah. And I, I just remembered, Eric, it was so funny because I'm like, in all this pain, I'd survived the wipeout. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, Jamie's not going to be able to get to me, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to take another one on the head, you know. And it came and just hit me so hard because I'm bobbing on the surface. And it was literally like flipped me upside down, round, down, back, up, down, round, bang, boom, boom. And I was literally like a pinball just getting belted in a pinball machine. And like I'm fully inflated. So I'm literally, I'm still on the surface, but I kind of think that was worse. Probably. And I come out of that and I'm, by this stage, it's like, I don't know whether I can take another one of these. My leg was just, because, you know, obviously the more my leg's getting thrown around, the more danger that that big shard of bone is going to go compound and come out my leg and puncture my artery, my femoral artery. You knew so it was I'm broken like, right away. I knew something was broken, dude. I didn't know it was my femur, but I knew my hip or something was broken. And I was actually stressing that it was my hip because, you know, if I had to have a hip operation, it could have been surfing career over, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so I'm worried about my hip. And then I look again and there's another one coming. And I'm like... Oh, for the love of God, I'm going to have to take another one. But by this stage, you know, and this is where I have to thank Jamie massively. I don't think there's too many guys that would have came in um, on the third one. It was bearing down so hard and 
I remember him coming in and the ski was just cavitating. There's so much white water. And what that means is, is that he's revving to get in there quick, but the, there's so much aerated water that the jet ski has no power. It's just, it's over revving. It can't, it can't kind of get grip on the water. So he's come in hot. I've got my arm up. We both grab arms, one arm. He, in one motion, flicks me onto the sled. Now, as we do that, I'm looking at, like, another 50-foot of white water about to mow us down, but my hand slips, and we're both just now hand in hand, which meant instead of landing me kind of my whole torso on the sled, I actually just get on the back of the sled, and I'm now probably from my belly button down is hanging off the back of the sled and I'm only just on the sled and he's like just gassed it by this stage he's just gassing it and we're just what he what what he's actually doing is he's jumping up and down on the ski to try and get water to go in the intake and get the power to, to grip and get out of there and all I remember is as he first took off the first violent slap it's so he was accelerating so hard that the jet the sled on the jet ski He's flapping up and down, and every slap, my leg's just going flat, bang, click, pain, and I'm screaming at him, stop, stop, my leg, my leg, and he's just not even paying attention, and he's just gassing it, and it's a funny image, Eric. All I can remember is looking at, obviously, Jamie standing on the ski, jumping, trying to get it out of there, but me and him were both engulfed in, like, spray, whitewater, so that wave was like, we were in the foam on it. We were, like, about to lose the ski, you know. So, like I was saying, you know, i got to thank Jamie because there's not too many guys that would have went in there and got me out of there on the third one. I think they may have waited till the third one went through and then there wasn't another wave after it and then come and got me. But he came in to get me out of there on that third one because I think taking another wave like that on the head could have been, you know, I was already pretty traumatic and... uh you know, we, we got out into the flats and I was just screaming, stop the ski, stop the ski, my leg. It gets, we get out into the channel and they drag me up onto the sled a bit more. And, you know, I, at that stage I was kind of, then I was calm because I was like, wow, I'm out of the zone, you know, and I'm just laying there getting my breath and I couldn't even move my leg. And they're going, what's going on? And I said, it's my hip, my hip. It feels like my hip snapped or, you know, and there's a couple of guys there check, trying to check me out. And um, I'm literally starting, to, by this stage, I'm cracking jokes because it's hurting so much that that I just I look at Jamie going, are you serious? Is this, you know, and he's looking at me going, it's going to be okay, buddy. I've just, we've rung the ambulance. Um, but, you know, we've got to get you in. And I'm looking at them all going, hey, 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 hey. No, 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 no. We've just, you just got me out of there. You know, five kilometers laying on this sled with my oh legs my slapping. Are you serious? And they're like, dude, we, we've got it. You've got to go in. We don't, you know, and they're looking at my wetsuit and they're trying to see if it's bleeding. And, you know, all the guys there, there was a couple of, you know, sort of underground big wave charges from WA. And they're all like um, top guys, you know, and they're just like, this is what's happening. We're, we're going to go in, Justin. You've, you've got to go in now. There's something seriously wrong, you know. So that team kind of went into action. Jamie was unreal. He was like, right, um, I'm going to be as smooth as I can be. And I suppose the lucky thing, Eric, was that um, by that stage, the ocean had gone silky smooth. So as much as the ride in was 
could have been way rougher. If it had been wind, it would have been way rougher. But um, they, um, a guy called Billy, another guy, an older fella, what he did was he jumped on the back of the sled. So I'm on the sled now, probably only my from my calf to my feet were hanging off the back. He jumps on the back as well, and he kind of straddles me like a frog to make sure that I don't pass out and that I actually slide off the sled and fall into the ocean. And uh, he's kind of not sitting on me but straddling me, and we take off. And, you know, he, the boys were kind of telling me the whole way in, oh, we're just coming around North Point, you know, which is like you're practically into the boat ramp, which was a load of horse shit. We were nowhere near <laughs> it. Well, you know, it was like they were telling me anything just to try and kill the pain and time. And, uh, you know, I'm cracking jokes. And, you know, they later told me that, like, they actually, all of them didn't think it was that bad because the way I reacted. They just said you were just cracking jokes and, you know, talking about the day and how, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, so everyone was kind of like, no, it's couldn't. It's it's just a dislocated hip. You'll be fine. They'll click your hip back in. And, and I'm sort of stressing like, oh, man, what does a dislocated hip feel like? Okay, so they're going to crack my hip back in on the beach and what, will I be able to surf? And, you know, we get in and they... They, they have to undo the jet ski sled and carry me up the beach. And I just remember coming in and <clears throat> literally like t- like an hour and a half before that, you know how I was telling you there was all the news crews there. We sort of did an interview and I, I seen an interview of myself on Channel 10 TV before we're going out. And it's so funny, Eric. It's like they're saying, oh, you know, so how do you feel? I'm like, you know, you know, we've got all the safety gear, and you know, look, we've got we've we've got families and kids, and we, you know, it's all safe, and don't worry, it's fine. And mate, it's like within an hour, you know, there's ambulances coming, and here I am laying on a stretcher, and they're all still there, you know, <laughs> and I'm and I'm laying there buckled as, and I remember, um, I don't know if it was Taj Burrow or um, young Jack Robinson or a, a young uh, surfer from WA that's taking the, the, the world by storm, the my really good surfer, comes there and I'm laying there and I remember being on a plane with him coming back from the last swell in Tahiti only a couple of weeks earlier and he looks at me and he's like, man, what, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty messed up, brother, <laughs> you know, and he's like shaking his head and I remember the ambulance got there and uh, there's this little green whistle, they call it. It's like a little tube and you suck on it. I don't know if you guys have got it in America or anything. Um and you suck on it and it's like morphine. And I, I didn't want to take it because I don't react well to morphine. I kind of try and fight the feeling. But I was in so much pain, dude. I was just like, oh, give me that thing. I just started sucking on it. And all of a sudden, you feel this wave go over your body and the pain start to dull down a bit. But, um, you know, at that stage, everyone's just cracking jokes. And you'll be fine. And the more they, the, the medical team start to look at me, they're going – we think you've snapped your femur and everyone, then everyone is, it's becoming apparent like Jamie and everyone's just going, holy crap. Like, dude, this is serious, you know? So they, uh, they rushed me to Margaret River hospital and, uh, you know, it's pretty funny. Jamie was really good. And the film crew that we had there, they all came with me and, um, you know, they're ringing Shelly at home and just saying, Hey, there's been a bit of an accident. We're not a hundred percent sure what's wrong with Justin, but he's, he's a bit buckled up. He's okay. Um, and yeah, like, uh, they, they proceed to cut my wetsuits, right? They, they, so they, they, they're cutting my booties off me. They're cutting this five mil steamer. Then they get to my kneecap and they're cutting through two wetsuits, right? Oh, 
this is a funny story, Eric. So everything's really, and there's all these nurses and they're, you know, and they then they get to my hip and they're about to cut through this vest. And I'm like, no, 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 no. What are you doing? What are you doing? And they're like, oh, we, we've got to cut this off you. We've got to get this off you. And there's, there's always one, right? There's always one nurse that's like this grumpy nurse. And she's an older lady and she's like, listen, sir, you've probably got a, you've got a broken femur. You could be bleeding out. We need to get you to emergency hospital in Bunbury and you'll do what we say. And I'm going, no, 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 you can't cut this vest. It's only like, what? there's only one of them in the world. Like, like there's only two of them. <laughs> it's a prototype, you know? And she's going, they're all going, well, what does it do? It just looks like a wetsuit. And I'm going, well, do you want me to show you what it does? Because <laughs> at, at this stage, Eric, I'm like deflated, right? So she turns back and the other nurses, they look at me and I just pull one of the vests. And next minute, boosh, <laughs> I, I inflate myself on the table, right? So I'm fully inflated, like this big vest is blown up on the table. The nerd, the grumpy nurse turns around and is like, there's always one idiot, isn't there? You idiot, <laughs> they're trying to get this thing off you. And I said, look, and the, and the ladies are like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. Wow, you know, and, and uh, everyone's cracking up. Jamie's shaking his head. And um, I remember then I pull the deflate thing and it goes straight back down. And I said, look, you can't cut it. So I put my arms above my head and Jamie came in and they actually – just pulled the thing off me. It actually hurt, but I actually saved the vest for Quicksilver, you know, and they got it off me. And uh, this nurse just was, she was not my friend the rest of the time. She was like giving me the evil eye. And um, I remember them just cutting it off me. I had no undies on and they're like trying to cut me. I said, I don't care. Just cut it off me. You know, the pain's too bad. So they just obviously got that vest off. They cut my whole five mil hooded wetsuit just straight off. And uh, I'm just laying there ready to go to hospital. So, um, you know, yeah, it's a funny story, dude, you know. The rest I don't, is I don't history, know if it's but... funny, but it's an incredible story. Yeah. I mean, it's it just had so many factors, Eric. You know, I'm stoked to be able to share the story with you guys because it's still just, you know, I've got no regrets and, and uh, you know, I've got to thank my wife because she's just, she flew straight over and um, she was in hospital for two weeks and, with us and uh you know i've got to thank a lot of my friends because our kids it was the school holidays and they had to be you know shelly's mom had to had to mind them for a week and then our other good friends actually came up and that the kids had a ball you know they probably had a better time with with the other kids and the people that minded them than with us you know school holidays they were doing all fun things and and shelly actually uh had to just sort of hang with me in hospital for for two weeks and Listen to my whinging, you know. <laughs> so, so what's so, the prognosis now? How long until uh, you're, uh, you're you're doing rehab and back in the water? Yeah, so uh, literally today, I've been doing rehab since day one, um, but they're saying potentially three months out of the, you know till I can actually surf again, um, which is a pretty good prognosis. They think because um, my knee and my hip wasn't damaged, like that. If the bone, if the fracture side, obviously now I've got like a, a titanium rod that goes pretty much the length from my kneecap to my hip. I've got two nails that connect through that that hold it into the bone near the kneecap. Um, two titanium screws that go into the actual ball joint that goes into your hip. So they're actually in that bone. And then the brake site was so bad that they, it was just the surgeon said, you know, it was so badly just shattered that they did their best and they had to just cable tie the bone. Yeah, dude, cable tie 
the two with these steel stainless steel cable ties. So I got titanium rods and titanium screws and nails, and then I got stainless steel cable ties on either side, holding the each side of the bone to the titanium rod. Which potentially, and that's staying in there forever. If I've got no problems, they said that's forever permanent. Um, then you'll never break the, it again. I'll never break it again. And they said the bone should grow over. And if, it, if, it, if all goes to plan, the surgeon's pretty confident that you'll be as strong, if not stronger. And he said, you should be surfing in three months. So, you know, they said, just don't rush it and everything. So I'm, I'm actually starting proper physio today. If I get off the phone from you today, in the next couple of hours, I'm going to a physio up the Gold Coast. And um, because at the moment my knee is um, it's kind of locked, I can't actually bend my knee still. It's just, I think, just the whole severity of how it would... Because they, they're saying that as the wave hit me and my back foot got, got blown out, my front foot stayed in the strap that it's twisted so hard my upper body and lower body because the board was still attached that they think it just twisted my femur off. It just snapped, just twisted it straight off, and that's why it just shattered, you know? Oh, my goodness. Because um, the surgery was meant to be 40 minutes, and it went for four hours. Oh, my God. So, so it's, it's your left leg then? It's my left leg, my front foot for surfing, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much got a scar from my hip to my knee, a big, oh my massive God. zipper. So, and so um, it probably happened from uh, from the lip hitting you with 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 your with your foot stuck in that strap, huh? Just yeah, the yeah. The torque, the torque of the wave, and Jamie actually said in that interview with MySurf, like if you if you watch it, it's actually a good watch for people out there to have a look at. He's like said it exploded so hard because he was down riding down the side of the wave watching it. He said it was just like a bomb going off, you know, and I was underneath it. So, or literally in the blast zone, if you could say that, you know. I look back now, Eric, and I think maybe if I had my front foot had it got out of the strap, I think I could have been fine, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, there's some good footage in there for that, that MySurf TV. Um, like, I, Jamie could only do so much, and I was getting rushed to another hospital by that stage and um, an hour up the coast towards Perth, so uh, Bunbury. And uh, I just said to him, mate, get back out there, you know, go get a couple. And... Uh, I think that footage will eventually come out soon. He he went back out. The swell did drop off, um, and the, like the wind, and it wasn't as big. But Jamie actually, I've seen the photos. Got some amazing waves paddling in. So um, probably stay tuned for some of that footage to come out. But uh, nice. you know, yeah, hats off to my buddy, and uh, I'm still here. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just hanging, dude. I got some new. New stand-ups, they actually delivered them, Starboard delivered them to WA. I was actually meant to do a, do some video shooting the days after the swell. And um, I've got a couple of new boards, the, the new 2016 7.4s sitting in my garage, looking at them like they were ready to go to Brazil, right? And, uh, oh, talk about frustration, buddy. I've been out oh, there like sure, man. sticking them up and putting fins on them and I'm just oh, looking at them going, oh, terrible. this is going to be so hard to watch these guys in the next event and um and i think you know if a miracle happened i could be back for huntington in in september but i think it's more realistic that i'm going to be looking at france in october that's my goal at the moment to be ready for for france and i'll drop i'll drop brazil and and huntington and and hopefully pick up at uh yeah france and 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 morocco And, and you know Potentially with two good finishes there, I could potentially save a good result for the whole year, you know, still be 
you know, depending on all results in the next few events and who wins, I could still be in the top five at the end of the year. You just never know. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> just get better, man. Just get back in the Yeah. Line. Yeah, for sure. But uh, that's it, man. It's just about trying to not be silly now and just do, you know, my partner Shelly's just such a good cook and always we eat really healthy. So she's like um, just making sure that I do everything right. In, in in eating and, and trying to get this bone to heal because, you know, obviously I'm the main breadwinner and I've got to get back to some work and I've got to get back to some surfing. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's all about recovery now. Yeah. Well, good luck with the recovery. Thank you very much for coming on and telling your story, man. It's an epic story. I'm not going to say it's a yeah. funny story, but it's definitely epic. <laughs> oh, uh, mate, you live to fight another day. And, and yeah, you know, like goodness. I said, I've been – yeah, I, I follow you know, your podcast uh, – you know your your interviews with all these guys is is, is such a is a, such a great thing. I, I listened to the to the one with um, uh, Fisher the other day, and it's it's great. You know, I, I think uh, you know they're really interesting, and for everyone out there, you should uh, should get on it and, and support support the thing you're doing because you know there's so many good uh, good interviews you got going, and I'm sure the you know the ones in the future. are they just, you know, they're information booths, you know. You can pick up so much information from these yep. guys and girls. Um, Man, yeah, we, you know. We just had a really big week of interviews that come out over the next month. But uh, Noah Janela, Giorgio Gomez, Dave Kalama oh, all just wow. did the show. So, yeah, it's going to wow. be – and there's some gems in there, man. There's some really cool stuff, some controversial stuff possibly, but some really good stuff. So oh, it's mate, gonna be really I, good. Who just – I mean, Noah's one of my good mates. I think Noah is – is one of my favorite stand-up paddle surfers in the world. Like, he literally is one of the most stylish guys. And the way he's get to four to six feet, lefts, you know, I love watching that guy surf. He's such a good-looking kid, too. Um, and then <clears throat> I've spent a fair bit of time with Dave Kalama. I've been lucky enough just through Jamie. He is, like, literally, to me, like the godfather of SUP and, and such a nice bloke and... Um, well, you'll you know, be I interested think... to hear what he has to say about uh, about high performance stand up paddle surfing. I, I was it was uh, an interesting an, an interesting yeah. conversation. Uh, well, I, I mean, Eric, you know, if you've ever surfed with Dave Kalama, um, <clears throat> to me, I was lucky enough to surf with him a few times in Hawaii and hang out. And um, he is like Tom Carroll, mate. They are he hits the lip vertically so hard and just has full power rail game and he is one of the best stand-up paddleboarders in the world mate in my eyes still and um you know uh you know you know obviously we've talked about what my feelings are on good stand-up paddle surfing and stuff and dave kalama's right up the top of my list so um you know I'm, i'll be frothing to hear what dave's got to say and uh you know that's that's awesome mate i'm so stoked for for the show and you and uh cool man yeah, thank you th thanks, thanks for coming again. back on to share your story justin no worries, um, Eric. All right, buddy. Uh, you heal Anytime. up. Anytime. And we'll talk to you again soon. Okay, mate. Cheers. Thanks again. And, uh, you know, hope to see everyone out in the water. Keep frothing. It's the Paddleboard Podcast. Dedicated to high-performance stand-up paddle surfing. Our mission is to debrief the visionaries, innovators, and athletes leading the charge to define paddle-enhanced surfing.